Hey guys, it's Hello Waffle and we're back like we never left. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Hello Waffle with your boy Diolu and we've got Melissa. Yep, yep. And <laughs> right now we're just going to start off with some music news. Um, things that have been going on in the last week yeah so we just want to fill you in um first and foremost abracadabra dropped his album products of my environment and he's got features from Krebs and conan kush daffy d block europe sounding really good so it's good to see him you know releasing music releasing a, a project um and yeah i hope you you guys have been enjoying that one uh, next the BBC Music of Sound 2021 long list has been revealed featuring artists such as Bree Runway, Dutch Avelli, Green Tea Peng, PA Salou and others. The winner will be announced on Thursday the 7th of January 2021. So good luck to all the nominees in that one. Up next we got Juice World's albums Legends Never Die which climbed up to number 30 on the UK charts this week. His birthday came up recently and he would have been 22. So rest in peace to Juice World. Rest in peace, Juice World. Words. Also, AJ Cherry C's recent mixtape, Secure the Bag 2, has charted at number 75 in the UK charts. Congratulations to him and his team. Mm-hmm. And finally, Summer Walker officially launched her label, Ghetto Earth Records, in the joint venture deal with Interscope Records. <laughs> Signing our first artist. I don't even know how you say this. Is this no one, no one? I didn't even. I I thought it was N O one. No. It might be that. Maybe no. Let's stick to no one, no one. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's just no one. I don't know. I got a clue. But anyway, she states that she came up with ghetto earth because the earth is ghetto. It's the ghetto, hundred percent. It's the ghetto. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't argue with that reasoning, can you? No, you cannot. You can't. Damn! Do you know what you just came across? You just came across Hello Waffle. Sit back and enjoy. The BBC Music of Sound 2021 longlist should have removed Dutch Avelli while he is involved in this paedophilia scandal. Is that Waffle or not? Do you want to go first with this one or...? Uh, no, you can go first. You can go first. Yikes. Okay. I can't lie. Um, with this whole mobile awards happening, um, which was Wednesday, right? Um, yeah. Wednesday night. Did you watch it, by the way? Um, no, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, uh, okay, maybe not thoroughly, but I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I was actually quite shocked that, um, Dutch was nominated, and I was actually thinking to myself, in the category that he was nominated in, I think it was Best Male or Best Newcomer, I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, like, yeah, I was thinking to myself that, okay, so if he wins, how would this look like? And... I don't know, I'm asking myself, like, or maybe asking you, actually, because of the scandal, does that Mm. take away from his musical talent? Or, like, because of the scandal, do we 
then like cancel him completely like even like even though people have said and statements have come out whether we believe it or not statements have come out that um all of this is false so it's like do we disregard him for all his musical talents or Mm -hmm. not because if you actually think about it dutch Veli has had a really good good year like uh, to do like in regards with his music and everything that he's done his features everything else he's done well this year so it's just this scandal at the end of the year that has you know put a damper on like everything on on his name basically yeah so what do you think no um i agree in that sense where it's like i feel like if we're looking at just the music, then obviously he was definitely supposed to be on that nominee list for, you know, the Mobos and yeah, probably BBC Music of Sound 2021 longest. Um, mm. I feel like he probably would have won Best Newcomer if this scandal wasn't about. Um, I feel like what he's done this year is just amazing in terms of like, the buzz he's created, you know, the amount of work he's put in, like the accolades are definitely deserving. But then it comes to the point where you're like, all right, this scandal has come out and you're thinking, Mm. should he be rewarded? Because ultimately you're saying, you know, if you give him this award, you're saying not that you co-sign it, but his profile gets boosted. So yeah, do you yeah. want to align your brand to and that your... scandal? Yeah, exactly. That's that's where I'm kind of like, because mm. the thing is, like, if it was if it was concrete and he's, and and this and there was con, from the English today is <laughs> that, um, I'm so done. If there was full evidence that he was you know, moving crazy, he was doing wildness in this in these streets, then I feel like, yeah, we could definitely say that he shouldn't be on, you know, these award shows and stuff like that. But it's, we're, we're still in limbo. Mm. You get me? Like, everybody's not too sure, you know, if Dutch is, is over, if his career is done, or, you know, if, if there's oh, more to it. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, what are these brands what are these you know award shows supposed to to do that is true because it's like okay fair enough if it comes out that everything is actually like clear then it's mm-hmm. like okay cool we cancelled him back then yeah it's peak it will just look peak but then at the same time it's like yeah i understand like there's brands that need to be like upheld and like to a certain standard and I guess in a sense like with our culture and not culture but like with like society and blah 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 if a company like stays quiet or like acts as if you know like this whole listing it looks like they're supporting Dutch and what Dutch really did even Mm -hmm. if it's they're just thinking about the music so it's like Mm -hmm. oh you have to think about the branding and stuff me personally to be fair, I actually don't have an answer. <laughs> I actually do not have an answer for this because it's like, because I actually like Dutch Avelli's music, but it's just the whole scandal thing that has happened. But I don't mm. want to fully cancel him because obviously, like, 
we don't actually know what the truth is, but I kind of believe that there's some truth behind it, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can't have a fire without smoke. From what I've seen, I feel like there's a lot of truth to it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, Instagram or social media is not the courts. You get me? Like, and even then, like, going to the court, you know, if, even if you do get that innocent verdict, mm. you, you can never be 100% sure. Um, so it's a difficult one because you're always going to be in, you know, if, if there was a video, like we saw, you know, the Mitchum guy, then we'll be like, right, Yeah, cool, then you're like, done. you can't you can't actually, like, argue against that because um, yeah. that's everything. Words, it's, it's, it's right in front of your eyes. But with yeah. this one, it's, it's all messages, you know, people are saying hacked, people are saying this, people are... Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a lot going on right now. And I feel like that's why, you know, these kind of, like, people that make these lists and make these, you know, nominees and stuff like that have kind of, like, not dealt with it in a way where it's conclusive that mm. then either you know for the artist or against the artist you get me they're either for yeah. Dutch or I feel like you know maybe in the background you know Dutch could have been one of the guys that was supposed to perform at the Mobos probably and, you know and he was removed like probably like that's yeah probably I mm. I think that's a definite possibility 100% I feel for them in a sense of, of like, are they supposed to completely remove Dutch from, you yeah. know, anything that they are they're affiliated with, or is it just enough to be like, because obviously like, they're probably not doing the most when it comes like to Dutch and their brand. You get me? They're not going to yeah, be putting yeah, him yeah. up on socials and you know tapping into his fan base. Yeah. Right now, they're they're literally it's he's literally just on the list. Just on the yeah. list, yeah. But yeah. it doesn't mean that he's won it. It's just he's in his on the list. Yeah, I see. Words, words. But I feel probably they should have. I don't know if it was probably me, like in those meetings and stuff. I would have just probably recommended that he wasn't on the list, even mm. if he deserved to be on the list, like with his um, like musical talents and stuff. That's yeah, whatever. But. I feel like probably I would have suggested that they just take him off for for the sake of just, you know, just in case, like, just to be safe. And then, I don't know. But I I was actually thinking about it. Like, does him and um, his sister, what's her name, Stefan Don, do they actually have, like, enough power to make noise and stuff, like, in the industry to be like, yo, why is that Dutch? Like, why are you treating Dutch like this? Do they have enough, like backing do you think mm, I think so not in the sense of um what's it not in a sense of uh being you know people that make the decisions but I feel like they've created relationships with a lot of artists in the industry where it's like no artist is trying to come out and say yo we need to get rid of Dutch How you do? get me and because they've created these relationships where it's like they're cool with so many men in the industry. It's like, because nobody wants to come out and say it, no brand wants to, you know, say it as well. Mm. It's it's all a bit, you know, it's the elephant in the room right now. No and, that, and that's a result. That's a result of nobody wanting to be that guy that's like, yo, 
F Dutch Trevelli, da, 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 da. and then in six months, everybody's gone back to listening to Dutch, and you're the one who's, you know, created animosity between yourself yeah. and, and, and Dutch, you get me? Um, so, yeah. Yikes. This is, yeah, I'll, I'll be interested in, like, hearing more opinions and, and stuff about this, because this is actually, like... It's an interesting topic, and you're right, like, no one has, you're right, like, in a sense, like, they've made a lot of, um, a lot of relationships in the musical, like, in the music industry in the UK, uh, yeah. where no one has actually spoken against him, only, um, only, what's his name, Bouncer from Play Dirty has yeah. actually spoken, like, on the situation, everyone else has kind of kept quiet, like, the heavy, mm. like, the, not the heavy, the big heads, like, in the UK music industry, or UK rap game, they're, they're quiet, I think everyone's trying to tread, like, very, very carefully, and, yeah. like, yeah, I think you're right, but I'd, I'd love to hear, like, other people's opinions on this, mm. maybe we should make a hashtag, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag okay. waffle on that, <laughs> yeah, so uh, to conclude, what do you think that statement? Should I say it again? Yeah, say it again. All right. So the BBC Music of Sound 2021 longlist should have removed Dutch Belly while he is involved in this pedophilia scandal. Is that awful or not? Not. I don't think it is. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> just for the sake of just keeping their hands clean. Just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell a waffle. On to my favourite subject of TV shows. Yay! Come on. <laughs> no, I love a lot of things. I love music. I love um, fashion. But I love TV series. And I love movies as well. But I feel like I have periods where I'm proper on movies and then, like... Um, I'm not, but the constant one is TV series. I love it. Reality TV shows, love it. The Ratchet ones, the Ghetto ones, all of it. I flipping love it. I I like dive deep and I get proper like involved and invested. Even if it's crap, yeah, I flip. I actually just get invested and I just can't stop watching. Yeah, now if it's crap, I'm I'm not watching. No, I just keep watching. Do you know the ratchet one? Like the I say ratchet ones, but I'm thinking of like loving hip hop, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Potomac. But you know the most ratchet one I've watched, yeah, is um what's it called, uh, Floribama Shaw. It's basically like Geordie Shaw, but they're like um in the Florida Alabama area so like they're the south and you know the south loves food like white this is mainly white people I think there's only two people two black people in the house but they love food they love like the southern hospitality they just drink like it's nobody nobody's business like it's just actually so flipping ratchet but I love it mm. <laughs> so I'm waiting for it to come back but um yeah what tv shows have you been on that recently as of recent nothing crazy it's literally just been the crown and small acts and girlfriends mm. but yeah I'm, I'm waiting for a lot of series to kind of come back which ones are you waiting for to, to come back so i'm waiting for snowfall to come back i'm waiting for queen sugar to come back 
I'm waiting for Peaky Blinders to come back. Uh, Line of Duty. Uh, Bodyguards. Uh, Ozark. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm waiting for a few still. All of the shows that you mentioned, Joe, I actually don't watch. But no. question, Ozark, yeah. Yeah. Who do you think is worse, Wendy or um her husband? What's her husband's name? Uh, Martin, I think. Yeah. Ma- is it Martin or Marty? No, Martin. It might be, it might be Marty. Yeah. Which one which one do you think is worse? Definitely Wendy. Definitely Wendy. <laughs> Definitely Wendy. <laughs> Wait, how yeah. do you know? So you don't watch it? No, I like I watch Ozark. Oh, okay, okay. That's okay. the only one in the ones that you mentioned that I actually watch. <laughs> the rest, yeah, I was like, yeah, no, uh, no, okay, cool, okay. Nah, you need to get, you need to get on Snowfall, man. I've seen it, you know, I've seen it so many times, like, uh, pop up, especially on the websites I use. It's always there, but I just yeah. never watch it. Even, um, have you seen Shy? The Shy. The Shy, yeah, I think it's called The Shy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's another one that I'm waiting for to come back. Yeah, see, I've never watched that. But they have, um in the last season, they had Candy Burris from... Yeah, Rehab, I, yeah. I was going to start watching it because she was on it, but then I was like, ah, nah. <laughs> I'm mm. just going to be on. But I hear that one's good. But yeah, Ozark, Wendy is definitely the worst. Like, I thought she was calm, yeah, in the beginning... And I thought Marty or Martin, whatever his name is, he was. I thought he was that bad, um, yeah. especially because what he did to his partner. But Wendy, yeah, tips the boat. Wendy. But Marty, Marty didn't do nothing to his partner. He did. What? He did. Can't remember when he was like, see, I was very invested. This is what I was watching first. <laughs> first part of lockdown. I actually binge watched this. But um, yeah, no, basically. I swear I showed a clip, like, um, basically we thought, or, like, at the start of the series, it made it seem like uh, Marty's partner was the one who made, who convinced Marty to actually, like, start working with the, um, with the drug lord, yeah? Yeah. But it was actually Marty who was working with the drug lords, and then, um, uh, no, actually, no, Marty didn't want to work with them in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't yeah. want to work with them in the beginning. But then the drug lords came to him and he was like, no, we actually want to work with you and not your partner. So Marty was doing his own little things on the side with the drug lords and then his partner thought he was the one in control. And I think when it came to it, like, um, they thought someone stole money and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I feel like, was it Marty stealing the money? I can't remember. No, it was his partner. So like yeah, but I feel like so they, yeah, go on. They came to him, and obviously, like at the at the start of the series, yeah, what, what we see is um, it seems like his partner was the one who convinced him mm. to get in business with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then obviously they, they show that flashback of you know how it all happened, and obviously Marty was very complicit in the beginning with mm-hmm. his wife as well because they I think they all went to Mexico or something yeah so they all knew what was going on they were all complicit but it was still his partner and um those truck drivers that were stealing like eight million or something from the cartel damn but yeah I feel like Marty knew what he was doing from the beginning can't lie oh, yeah, because yeah. I feel like he made his partner think that he he was the one in control of everything and then obviously, like they killed his partner and stuff. But mm-hmm. I feel like Marty didn't really care too tough. 
I feel like Marty's just been savage from the start, like and his wife as well. Especially seeing the the, the fact that they wasn't, they weren't, because in the beginning of the series it seemed like they were like being uh pressured into it and all this, and then over time it's revealed like no, nah, they've been on this from the start. Like it's actually mad. I mean, they were in it from the start, but nowhere near what they're on now. So oh, before yeah, they were yeah. literally just kind of like skimming. They were literally just kind of like laundering a little bit of money yeah, um, yeah, yeah. for them, but now it's like a whole operation, um, which is which is crazy. I feel like Marty Bird is one of their minds, which is like, yo, how do you always come out of this? Because every every episode is like a new problem or something that he's, he's trying to figure out, and his brain just works and works and works, and it's like, yo, this guy is sick. No, Marty's actually smart. It's I can't lie, the last season started dragging though. Can't lie. Yeah, a little, a little bit, yeah. Uh, it was dragging, especially the lawyer as well, and then oh, uh, it was dragging. But my favorite character is that girl. Um, what's her name? Oh, the yeah. Well, kind of spoilers still. But... Oh yeah, no, we're, we're giving away best spoilers, but. No, 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 it's calm because they should have been watching it from like this point. If you haven't watched it, you might as well watch it now. It's been out for four years. How can it be a spoiler? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so done. But what's that girl? The blonde haired one. What's her name? I can't remember. I think she watched it in summer as well. Yeah. I I literally, this is my problem. I forget people's names. Uh, Um, Oza Cast. Her name, I feel like her name starts Ruth. with a B. Oh, yikes. I really said B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ruth. I feel like Ruth is my favourite character. Um, But, I, yeah, I feel like Ruth is my favourite ca- character. I, I didn't like her in the beginning, but then mm-hmm. the way she grew over time, I was like, actually, nah, she's, she's good. And now she's trying to make it on her own and stuff. Not, like, on her own, but she's trying to learn the ways and, like, she's bossed up, basically. So I rate yeah. that. And I loved um, Wendy's brother, but I I feel like I feel like I cried when oh, Wendy. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No, I feel like I cried. I think I definitely cried. Kind of but so he sad. just couldn't leave it alone. I he don't know couldn't. why. Fam, no, because he had a problem. Like he had a mental disability. Um, I know, but but man. then. Him and Ruth were supposed to have such a happy life together, but oh, then, yes. oh, no, I actually liked him, but I was just like, oh. this is what, when I knew Wendy was savage from, like. Wendy uh, was savage from episode one. <laughs> no, but you couldn't tell, or oh, I couldn't tell anyway from episode one. Can you not tell? I couldn't. From when, from I, when um, she's cheating on, on Marty. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then the person the person she gets cheated on is dropped out the window. <laughs> He's dropped out the window. Do you remember? I don't remember that part. But I remember her cheating and uh, Marty kept on watching um, the video. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even funny, but it's just like, oh my gosh. I felt for him, I can't lie. Words. I actually Words. felt for him, but yeah, Wendy's been savage. But yeah, girlfriends. Who would you say is your favorite character? Um, I feel like everyone hates Joan, mm. and I understand why. But for some reason, I think she's 
actually not my favorite reg um william's my favorite uh, oh yeah william's my favorite but out of the girlfriends i'll probably go joan yeah you know i agree you know because I, I keep forgetting about williams but williams is actually like my favorite character he's yeah. just so funny and just so goofy and i just like, love literally. it and but yeah, I feel like Joan is my favorite character as well. But yeah, everyone everyone hates her. Like on Clubhouse, yeah, there was a group like a room talking about like, oh, Joan is the worst character. And I was just thinking like, raw, you know them ones you don't even want to speak because it's like mm. <laughs> everyone's just be against you. But I hear it at the same time because if you had a friend like Joan, in some circumstances or some situations, Joan wouldn't be the greatest friend. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she is the best friend that you yeah. kind of need. Because Joan gives a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. And she doesn't even ask for it back. She doesn't even ask questions. She's just like, yo, yeah, like, uh, what's her name? Who's um, who's the light-skinned one that lived with her for Lynn. time? Lynn, Lynn, that's it. Lynn lived with her for years and years and years. And Joan mm-hmm. didn't say nothing. She just let her do that. And Joan was still cooking for her, still paying for everything. Like, bro. Yeah. And then even, um, what's her name? Oh, my gosh. The really pretty one. Tony. Yeah, Tony. Yeah. Oh, I love Tony. I think Tony's just so beautiful. I can't lie. Yeah, Tony, she is. Tony is just so beautiful. Not even just paying, like, she's beautiful. But anyway. That's besides the point. But yeah, <laughs> her character, um, Tony is just, an, like, Tony would be the worst as a friend. Tony would actually be the worst as a friend because it's just, she's so, like, narcissistic. Like, just mm-hmm. everything has to be about her. And mm. as a friend, that's not the best thing that you can have. Like, or everything has to be on her time. But Tony... As a like, as a person, like as in real life, she's just beautiful. I just love her. But girlfriends was never the same after her. Can't lie. After she left. Yeah, agreed. And they didn't get to finish the story properly. Yeah, no. Yeah, why did it end like that? Like, I feel like they just cancelled it and then called it a day. Yeah, I searched out. I think it was due to uh, the writers were striking. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Mad. I was gonna watch their reunion because I think they had a reunion in March, um, mm-hmm. and they did like a Zoom video call thing. Yeah, they did. It's on YouTube. Did you watch it? No, I haven't seen. I was actually gonna watch it. I might watch it tonight actually. Um, it looked really good, but yeah. Mm. Oh, I love Maya though. I was actually thinking about that yesterday. I actually love Maya. Oh, bro, I started saying, "Oh hell no." Oh hell no. <laughs> Everything she's like, oh hell no, oh hell no, to the no. But I, I sometimes I find it annoying when they like. Obviously, they all have different characters, but she had to be the ghetto one, like, and he probably played on that. And I find mm-hmm. that annoying at times in characters. It's like it reminds me of Tiffany Haddish. Like every single character, they play her out to be the ghetto black girl. Like, bro. But do you feel like? Because I feel like a lot of shows overdo it. Mm. I don't think Girlfriends overdid it with Maya. I think like epi- like season seven and eight, they did overdo it. Okay, I hear that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now that I think of it, Joan 
she's pro no nah, she's definitely problematic um, <laughs> there was there was definitely moments with um she, there was Maya's wedding then there was Tony's wedding then but why did she that, do what did she do at Maya's wedding she was trying to control her wedding oh yeah oh but she does that though like when she's even William's first wedding she was planning everything and taking over everything yeah but then um because yeah because um i think maya had the the bridesmaid dresses yeah and she didn't like and, them yeah mm. there's that and then there was um you know her whole fall off when she started getting fame a little bit of attention and that and she missed um tony's court case oh yeah but take uh yeah, I was going to say, technically, it wasn't her fault. It was her fault. But How? Then, no, because she got drunk in it. Oh, this is this is bare spoilers. But anyway, she got... <laughs> was she supposed to know? Like, no, but she... a big day tomorrow. Yeah, true. Let me know it. Let me chill. Yeah, but you know them ones, like, you come to a party, like, you're not really fitting in, so you're just like, oh, fuck it. Like, and you just do, like... <laughs> just, like, let me do... She was moving desperate on in that episode. It was no, that was that wow. was a mad episode. I can't lie. I was there looking like, she yikes. Damn. And because she said it was the most popping thing of the year, or it was supposed to be the most popping party. Popping party, party, party was dead. Party dead, fam. Dead. Don't ever invite me to a party like that, like fam. They didn't even tell her the dress code, and she fam. went in there like, oh my gosh. As soon as if I walked in yet and I saw everyone's wearing that like, cash clothes, and I'm yeah. dressed like that, I would have gone home. Hundred percent. I'd have gone what's home. A, for me, like, what's a popping party if you don't know anyone there? True. You didn't even invite your friends. Not even a plus one. Um, I can't do that no more. Like you, like. Oh, go somewhere and I don't know no one like that. Nah. Anyone that's mad. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't think I've ever done that in my life. I have to at least have one friend, and then if we go there, we can make more friends. But at least if I know one person there, calm. Yeah. Not yeah. for real. And if I don't know no one, like, mm. but yeah, that that those times, yeah, Joan was not. Yeah, she wasn't the greatest. She just let her business getting being successful like her having one two man on her like it, it got to her head so much that she lost sight of like her friendships and like what other people needed which was yeah. terrible as a friend i guess Definitely. um but yeah it's, a, yeah, it's, it's tight it's waffle hella waffle the crown. Okay. Yep, the crown. Um, what do you think? I love it. I love it. Um, I can't lie. Every, well, not every episode, but, you know, most episodes after I finish, I, I go to research a little bit and be like, you know, which part was true, you know, which part is facts. And because obviously, like, I don't feel like they need to put that disclaimer that, you know, this is our interpretation. Mm. but there's there's a lot that they definitely just can't know yeah 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 like certain conversations i'm like mm, yeah how do you know yeah. that this is what they actually said literally like word for word like 
But they yes. are geniuses, though, for even making up those conversations. Words. Nah, that's it's good. It's it's a really good show, and you know, it's a way that they kind of like merge the royals with kind of like number ten Downing Street, mm. and then also like the Commonwealth and stuff mm. like that. A lot of a lot of the stories inside the Crown are really really enjoyable, and I really love it. Are. I feel like it proper humanizes the royal family because I feel like there's times that you feel like, or even myself, or we're young in it so we just see the royal family as something that isn't tangible like it's a it's something that's just like oh way above society like no one can ever like touch them kind of thing but it just kind of shows i don't know if i'm making sense but anyway this show kind of shows that um that they're people at the end of the day and Mm -hmm. they do like normal stuff obviously they have money and stuff but not all of us can do what they do cool but it's like they feel the same way or they um the pressures of being in the public light actually gets to them and Mm -hmm. this and that i just i just love that aspect well english aspects of them and even just watching it like with um someone older than me like i watch it with my dad sometimes and then he'll be there like oh yeah yeah this happened and this and that he'll be telling me like stuff to do with history because that's what he likes and stuff and me i don't know nothing about like some aspects in history i don't know nothing about that in in um history lessons at school they taught us about hitler and then they taught they showed us roots from like the film roots like that's all Mm -hmm. they taught us so it's just like hearing it in another perspective or another light like oh yeah this in the uk this is when it happened and this and that da, 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 da. it's like oh my gosh that's actually really cool and the whole story about diana because i can't lie i've only watched i've watched season have i even finished season one no i've finished season one i'm on season two not too sure what episode i'm on but then i've also watched season four of the crown so it's like i'm all, a bit all over the place but, i don't understand how, how you can watch a tv series like that <laughs> no 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 it's because it's because of the whole diana story so i really wanted to like um like see the diana story play out um and see how things actually happen so i watched the interview like diana's interview um actually no i haven't watched the actual interview but i watched the documentary that had her audio playing in the background but they showed clips of certain things that she was talking about which I thought that was really interesting. I still need to see the interview itself. So then my friend was like, oh, watch season four of The Crown. Like, they talk about Diana and Charles. So I was like, all right, cool. I'd already watched the first episode of The Crown with my dad. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me just skip to season four. So yeah, so I started watching season four and I was like, oh, this is dope. So then I went back to carry on season one. (laughs) That's basically how it happened, but... Yeah, I just love it. I actually, I actually do love it. Mm. And even the actors that play, like, Diana. Do I like the girl that plays Diana? No, I like the girl that plays the queen. I can't lie. What, is in season three and season four queen? Or season one and season two queen? Oh, season one, season two queen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love her. And the guy that plays uh, Prince... Uh, no, Prince... Uh, what's his name? Prince Philip. Prince Philip, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I actually love it. Do you know what? I feel like this season, um, so season three and season four cast, I like them. So I like the Queen this season. I like Philip. I think Philip was amazing um, mm-hmm. this season. 
Um, who else do I like? I like a lot of them. Yeah. But but season one and season two, I just loved all of them. Like yeah. And and that sort of change it changes the tone and it changes because it's like the queen is now more strict and firm and you know mm. less kind of like personality there and feel mm. it less jokey less bantery but i feel like they still did an amazing job yeah it's just that the tone kind of like changed and i'm well, maybe i wasn't think, ready for that don't you think that they were trying to do that because of like ages and stuff like obviously prince philip yeah. isn't gonna be the same um when he mm. was like 20 to where he is like when he's 40 so they're trying to show that mm-hmm. you know that change mm-hmm no, but that change is a it's a big change because like Philip don't even mess around no more. Like before really? he, was, he was out here. You get me? Like, <laughs> he was out here. <laughs> oh, I don't know where you are, but you know, in season one, season two, man was moving mad. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I saw season two, like he was just trying to live his best life and Parliament was stopping him, like, bro. Literally. <laughs> and then like he he also had his own insecurities when it came to you know being part of the royal family mm. and now it's like it's like he was born into the royal family like he never had any doubts or fears he's always with him like before he was an outsider and now he's kind of like a part of them if that makes sense yeah i hear it but you know what yeah looking at that like i always thought like raw you know actually before watching these shows and the interviews and stuff like that i always thought like oh raw like the queen just looks bare, like, just bare, like, stiff and stush and stuff, like, and even Prince Philip, like, I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, does he ever smile? Like, that's how I saw, like, the royal family. I hope this yeah. isn't, I hope this isn't um, blasphemy. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's how I saw the royal family, yeah. But watching the show, it blasphemy, just... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the word, but anyway, let's just go with that one. But, um, yeah. No, but watching the show now, it's just like, oh, bro, like, if this is the way Prince Philip was, he was actually, like, a cool guy. And I would understand why he, like, why the Queen fell in love with him or chose him. And, Mm -hmm. um, like you said, different aspects of it it is true, whatever. Because I can kind of see the King being like, nah, we don't want this guy because he's not from this and that and this and that. Like, I can see yeah. that happening. The Queen's like, no, nah, I'm actually in love with him. That makes so much sense to me because most of these marriages and stuff are, like, arrangements and stuff when it comes to the royal family um, and all of that. But it was just beautiful just seeing, like, their story kind of play out. And if it was, like, if that's how it happened in real life, I'm like, oh, this is nice. And, I, yeah, it made me like Prince Philip even more. And I think I was watching the Diana's... Okay, okay. No, I don't want to dampen <laughs> the story. Um, but I feel like he was 19 and she was 13 when they met. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were similar ages. No, 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 no. Ew. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. She fell in love with him when she was like 13 or something. Huh? Yeah, it's mad. The Diana story is tragic because she was so young. So young. Like, she didn't even get to enjoy her, like, her teenagehood or, like, her, you know, the early 20s. She didn't get to enjoy her life. Well, it's because, like, 
I don't know how true that is, but you see the story where, you know, she's living in Earl's Court with her friends and, you know, they're going out on a regular, mm-hmm. you know, doing normal stuff that teenagers do. Mm-hmm. And then you come, you know, she gets married and all of a sudden, you know, she's alone in a massive palace. And, you know, that Bro, life completely changes. I can't lie. I saw that and I was just like, yo, even in her interview, she kind of expressed those feelings, um, not to that extent, but it's it's mad because in her interview, she said that... um from an early age she always thought that she was destined for greatness so yeah. she always tried to keep herself like upright and do the right things um mm-hmm. which could have been a hindrance of her not living that life so I don't know how true that is about like her going out with her friends and stuff but you know what made it sad for me um even hearing her interview and watching the crown for Princess Diana it's like when she started to actually enjoy life that's yeah. when her life was taken away from her and then that's what makes things even sadder for me like because mm. she wasn't even that old she was like 32 when she passed away or something like that um or 30 she was 30. I think she was 39 oh I was gonna say 36 I don't think she was 39 I'll check yeah check um probably I feel like it was either like early 30s or like 36 36 yeah, 36 thought so um yeah when she lost her life, like, she started living her best life and then her life was taken away from her. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part about it because it's like her life was just robbed by... Mate, by we could yeah. do a whole episode on Diana Cosma. The way they, like, describe this story, it's like Charles is one self-absorbed you know, Fam. attention-seeking huh? waste, man. Like, if, ah. if you're getting angry at your girl... For getting attention. Yeah, and deep it, like, her attention is your attention. Like, As in? This is royal attention. This is making the royals look good. People love right. the royals because of Diana. Exactly. You I mean? Like, you're exactly. going to be king. Like, that's already sorted. You're going to be king. So if they love your wife, and that bro, and onto you. How can that be a bad thing, bro? But the, did you know the thing that's mad? Yeah, it's like oh, I was watching. Yeah, I watched the interview and then heard her statement, and then actually watched the show, and I was like, "Raw, how can you deal with this?" But you know when it when they say like when they asked him, "Oh, are you in love?" And then he was just like, "Oh, what? Yeah, uh, whatever that yeah. means." Huh? Yeah, yeah, are it's real. Still, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. That's 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 real. <laughs> no. Like, when I heard it in the interview, I was like, hold on. And then I actually saw it and I was just like, wait, hold on. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. He was in love with Camilla from the start. Fam, I don't understand I don't understand it because Camilla wasn't that cute. Like Camilla was not cute. Okay, let me stop. But I feel like <laughs> No, 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 no. I feel like she got cuter. Like, um, like. Oh, you are. No, I feel like she got cuter. Like, um, over time, like when she was getting older. Cause now she, she's nice. Now she's beautiful. But I feel like Diana's always been beautiful. Diana's always been beautiful. So to see the comparison of him being in love with Camilla and like. 
but having Diana it doesn't make sense. But um, I was re- I was listening to this interview or like the documentary on Diana's death, and it was people were saying people close to the family were saying that um, uh, Camilla knew how to deal with Charles and how to like massage his ego and how to like proper give him affirmations and stuff like that and then that's probably why he was hooked onto her but it's just mad because it's actually just mad because yeah it's like you like you said he was just self-absorbed and like so many things show us that he was self-absorbed and it's just like but bro how can you be like that in life it doesn't make sense and then ruining someone else's life for the sake of you trying to do look good or please your family like I don't I don't understand it and then at the end of the day he when she dies like he's trying to act all like sad and all this and that and all this and that it just looked fake to me can't lie and then mm. um now he's married to flipping Camilla and it's just like oh it's just Uh, Mm. I I feel like he should have just left Diana alone from the start because you can tell Diana was proper in love with him and she thought like yeah like this is my guy but bro he could you could fully tell that this guy was not in love with this girl from the get-go